Welcome, welcome to episode seven of Building My Board. Um, for those that's been following the series, you can certainly find more comprehensive videos on Twitter. All you got to do is put the hashtag Building My Board. No special spelling. It is how it sounds. And this year I went and watched over 400 plus prospects. Not to brag, just facts. And it was a really, really fun process for me. And, you know, for people that really love football, they understand what I mean by that. It was so fun, like literally just watching prospect after prospect and really just, you know, going through the process of creating my own board, you know, to the closest thing that I could that an NFL team does. And, you know, Muhammad Ali once said that a man without imagination has no wings. And a lot of times, you know, I've certainly, you know, had, I'm not sure if I've, I've really had someone genuinely, genuinely say that what you did was an awesome feat. Nobody is doing it. You know, legends that I look up to haven't, you know, most they watch is 200 tops. You know, I've literally, and it's not like I do it for that, but I've certainly had criticism to where it's like, you know, you know. You know, go play dress up and, and, you know, why don't you just go play dress up and and write names on boards or there's always some kind of backhanded type of comment. And, you know, certainly you certainly see these things. And that's why I said the quote that Muhammad Ali said, you know, a man with no imagination has no wings. I mean, if I thought like them, then I would have never put in the work to kind of really just, you know, it's practice. You know, if this is something that I want to do at some point, it's going to come into fruition and it might not be to the T, but it was great practice for me in the moment. And I really enjoyed this process. But without further ado, we're going to be talking about the outside linebackers and the inside linebackers of the 2019 draft season. And uh, we're going to bunch these linebackers together and keep it rolling. We're going to start off with. What everybody wants to hear about the, the the edge guys, but not the edge guys talking about the inside of things, the three-point stance, but more so the two-point stance edge guys and talk about the outside linebackers, the guys we see more so being able to drop back in coverage and do more athletic things. My number one in this 2019 draft class was Brian Burns from Florida State. He was a guy that I wouldn't say I came late to the party too, but I certainly was on his, on the Burns train, or I should say on the Spider Burns train, um, a lot earlier than most that I saw. Um, my literal, my literal tweet was, if Brian Burns put on 15 pounds, he'd be a top five pick. Now that obviously. He wasn't a top five pick. He was number 16 overall to the Carolina Panthers, which, by the way, marks three straight years. Freakishly, the Carolina Panthers selected first round prospects. I thought the Titans should have taken, which is kind of odd. Might be telling me signs there, but who knows? But um, Brian Burns is a guy that like the coach, the great coach Max says is like Gumby. The guy's bend, bend, bendability. You know, new scouting word, his flexibility, his uh, ability to get to the quarterback in general, long arms, 
ability to really just um, use great footwork and to set up blocks has a great pass rush arsenal. The spin move, the swim move, uh, uh, has heavy hands and surprisingly for his size on tape. Because guess what? He's gained 15 pounds. He's up to 250. But even at 235, he wasn't a slouch versus the run. And usually with guys like that, they get washed. And what I mean by they just pushed out of the play. Did that happen sometimes? Sure. It happens with even the most meatier guys, the bigger guys. But he did very well versus the run for his 235 game, um, his film size. He's 250 now. Um, he was my number one. And, you know, I think that he's going to be a future pro bowler for sure. And then here comes the surprises, right? A guy named DeAndre Walker and Josh Allen was tied for two. But there's a clear distinction that my number two was DeAndre Walker for sure. And a guy that dropped to the sixth round that most people know now, how was he my second uh, graded outside linebacker for me? And we'll see once the season starts why he was. And the reason being is his value that he provides on special teams, the more that you can do right. But as a player, we're talking about outside linebackers, right? As an edge, outside linebacker, two-point stance and three-point stance. What we're talking about, two-point stance. His ability to cover at his size is impressive. That most people don't talk about DeAndre Walker's ability to cover, but I am. I'm bringing that next-level scouting to you. And I say that tongue-in-cheek, not being cocky. But... DeAndre Walker provides ability to cover tight ends. Now, is he a shutdown guy? No, he can certainly run with them. He can certainly has have pass breakups. Now, as a versus the run, he is a he has very a strong he has a very strong punch and penetration ability. Tackles for loss should be a thing for DeAndre Walker at the next level. Pass rush ability, sheer will, sheer power. Uh, a good enough pass rush arsenal can improve and his fit with the Titans is great because if that's one thing that the Titans can do with second year head coach Mike Variable is develop linebackers. They've been able to develop linebackers at, at a higher rate than most clubs in the NFL. The only better what I say I would say is not necessarily better but impressive is the Dallas Cowboys. And with great coaching, DeAndre Walker will take that next leap and add more technically sound pass rush moves, um, you know, better pass rush plans, better positioning in the run game. Only thing that I question at times is his play diagnosis, diagnostics, diagnostics or diagnosis, however you want to say that, and his motor. At times, and that's probably conditioning. Literally, my my second, like I said, my second graded outside linebacker for those things, and he checks the you know he checks the boxes on a lot of things. Like I just mentioned, not all of these outside linebackers check the box. Like for Brian Burns, for instance, he's number one because of his pass rush ability. That is a plus. However, we've yet to see consistently him in coverage. But that's something that DeAndre Walker provides. And as I go through these outside linebackers, somebody's going to be having some a strength here or missing something there. But the fact that I could check so many boxes with DeAndre Walker is why he's higher on my list than most. 
And it's very juxtaposed to the next guy that a lot of people are high on. And I really put him this high because of his athleticism. He's an extremely fast prospect, and we're talking about Josh Allen here. Um, you know, Josh Allen got taken by number seven overall to the Jaguars. Good fit for them. Dante Fowler leaving. They needed a speed guy. And that's what he is. He's a to me, he's the definition of a nine route guy. He's a Ted Ginn. He's the Emmanuel Hall of outside linebackers, a speed rusher who has very good physical traits, but doesn't have physicality, doesn't have NFL physicality to me. I think at the next level, you'll see him shine. You know, I think his best his best seasons are probably like four to six sack seasons in his first four years. I don't see him getting more than six sacks in his first couple seasons. And if he does, you, you trumped me. But that's the kind of prospect that I see. I see him as a guy that's going to have to buck up, get NFL physicality, get a better pass rush plan, you know, get better physicality versus run, stronger, better anchor. He's a speed rusher. He will get sacks off of strictly speed. Sure, he's good for that. But as an overall prospect, he doesn't check that many boxes for me. The only why he's high, the only reason why he's high on my list is because the guys below him aren't don't have the experience or the production or the trustworthiness. I can at least trust Josh Allen to suit up, be prepared, and do his job. At least that. Jakai Polite, right, right under them, right on cue, is a guy that I watched tape on early, and I literally tweeted this out before the combine, before everything, all watching these outside linebackers, I think was early February, talking about Jakai Polite by 2021 can be a top five outside linebacker, depending on what he does in his combine. And the reason why I wanted to know how he did in the combine was Obviously, the interview aspect, but another thing was how he does in vacuum testing. What is vacuum testing? That is explosiveness measured. Your 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 explosiveness is measured in if not only explosiveness but flexibility, dexterity, uh, build. All that is on display at the combine, and it's in a vacuum, and it's tested, and it's monitored, and it's recorded. How will you deal with all of that? And, you know, a month later, he doesn't do so well at the combine. And it really was a make or break for a lot of teams. And there's a reason why he dropped to the Jets in the mid rounds when he was talked about being a first round draft pick early in the process. And what, what he does provide just the positives on Jacopoli, um, I think he has a good motor, could improve. I think that he has he's he's he has good flexibility, uses his hands well. I think he's a physical player. Um, I think that he has good overall instincts as a football player. But he's a little bit light in the, light in the butt, as we like to call it, a little bit thin. He tried to put on weight. It was he did not hold weight very well. So he he's probably gonna be thin at the next level. Just so he can be productive, that kind of player. He did not put on good weight for the combine. Really slowed him down. Looked sluggish. His he has immaturity issues. Like he, 
You can hear him speak in the interviews. He just haven't he hasn't hit that level of maturity, which a good locker room, a good coaches is very uh should be instrumental to his growth. Just a prospect that kind of you want to root for, but has has a ways to go as far as being a professional. Um, O'Shane Zeminis is a guy from Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Um, he's a guy that the New York Giants. Drafted, and I think they're just trying to find pass rush um, potential out of a prospect after Olivier Vernon was traded. Um, I think he's a guy that you look at him at the core or as a shell as, you know, I hate to compare anybody to Olivier Vernon, so I won't do it. But they're certainly trying to find that mode. I think as a build, you look at the two, they're kind of similar. I think. O'Shane is very raw, but I think he has all the the traits to be, you know, a seven sack guy. But is he's a long way in in terms of coaching. I mean, like I said, you talk about his game, like his build, um, like his like his speed, first step, like his hands. Um, but as an overall prospects rusher, don't I, I'm not a, a big fan. He's a very he's it takes a lot of coaching and development development to get him there. CC Jefferson, Jerry Green. Jefferson's out of Florida. Jerry Green is Mississippi State. Um, George Pratt. Vance Joseph, Max Crosby, Chase Hansen, Drew Tranquil, who Drew Tranquil played inside backer, but he's had some knee injuries because he's be, he he's constantly battling with the big boys who I call offensive linemen. So I think to extend his playing career, he'd be better off strictly special teams or an edge guy. But all those players I really like. I think Vance Joseph is very um, specific. And I think that he's built more like a safety. And I think that you can use him as a role to cover these tight ends. So I think that's a good gift for the Bills, Max Crosby and the, with the Raiders. He was a guy that was highly, you know, hyped up by the media and guys because he had similar measurables to Harold Landry. They're different players in a vacuum, in short yardage area. Quickness, yes, you see that kind of ability, Venus flytrap ability when he's in close quarters. But as an athlete in his build, not so much Harold Landry, and it's almost laughable to say so. When you scout with context, watching tape, level of comp, body build of the guys he's going against, his body build, and the projection to the NFL, not college. Um... Pratt is a guy that is develop, de- developmental, more inside, but can certainly cover it. Built in a safety uh, mode like Joseph. Um, I said Vance. I hope I didn't say Vance Joseph. Voshan Joseph. Jerry Green is a guy taken by the Colts. They're racking up on pass rush. It's almost crazy and unfair. Uh, C.C. Jefferson was an undrafted free agent. I'm sure he'll take make the most of his opportunities. 6'1", 240. Kind of short, but certainly when you really comp him with Jacob Polite, he almost had better tape than Polite. Um, Hanson had production, 
just not athletic enough for me. Drew Tranquil, like I said, Drew Tranquil, uh, like I said, better as an edge prospect, more so special teams. He'll get his chances on inside linebacker, but at the next level, I'm not sure he, if he has a long career, if he's still battling with those big boys on the inside. Um, but, yeah, that's the outside linebackers. Um, inside linebackers, just to keep this thing going. Um, Devin White, no-brainer. I think he was a consensus inside linebacker all around. I really like his uh, play. He just his, He's the consummate pro, first of all. And I just think that he was really, really good in college. And the thing is, he hasn't scratched the surface of what he could be. His play diagnostics isn't that good, you know. But he, like I said, he covers well. He tackles well. He plays with fire, passion, great leader. Hits hard. You know, the perfect inside linebacker prospect. But he hasn't even scratched the surface. And that's what's scary. And I hope, you know, there's great coaches there in place. And I think it is. You know, I believe that it is with that defense that, you know, uh, he's going to be on. So I just I can't wait to see the development of him because he's one of the players that in this draft that's already good and his ceiling is still high. Devin Bush, drafted by the Steelers, said, told Titans fan, think Steven Tulloch. If you remember him, he had a 160 tackle season. And that's very similar to Devin Bush. He was certainly more athletic, less stiff, faster. But just in terms of that, small get ball type of prospect that the Steelers got in Bush. Uh, Matt Wilson was not there. And, he, and I knew that he would drop, but strictly for the prospect that he wanted to develop. I like his build, I like his ability, which is something about flies these days. Um, not that play diagnostics yet. Very much so what you would call like an athlete playing a position versus a position player that's an athlete. But I like his developmental traits that he has. Uh, as an inside linebacker, I, I mentioned Javat, I mean Jelani Tavai. Um, I think he's better as an edge, but I mentioned him just for versatility purposes. Really like him as an edge better. Should have been in an outside linebacker discuss, discussion, but he has a great first step, um, great closing ability. Saw him in late games, really close out games. Get to the quarterback with that first step. Uh, raw in terms of pass rush catalog, but I really like his ability and his ceiling moving forward. TJ Edwards is a guy that go figure went undrafted, but was obviously my top five guys. And what you saw on tape with TJ Edwards consistently was leadership and tracking the ball. Um, Cole Holcomb out of North Carolina, great inside linebacker, one of those instinctual see ball, get ball guys. Really like his game. Ben Burkirvin, very similar. Led the led the nation in tackles. He just finds the ball and gets to it. Great speed, great form, tackler, tackler. And these guys, these are gym rats. You know, these guys. In order to be that high tackle guy, you gotta really trust your instincts. You gotta really watch tape. And both these guys, Cole Holcomb and Ben Burkirvin, both do so. Tavon uh, Coney out of Notre Dame. Played right next to uh, Drew Tranquil. Both of those guys performed well. I like Tranquil a little better just as an overall prospect just to provide something even on special teams. Von Coney is the better positional player, 
Um, but his projection to the NFL just being a little bit stiff for me. But instincts, uh, great college, collegiate player. Looking forward to what he does in the NFL, actually. Uh, Trey Lamar from Clemson, a guy that special teamer for me at the next level, might get some reps at inside linebacker. Um, probably more so in a 4-3 scheme. I, just, I, I like him. See ball, get ball, hard hitter. Just a linear player is going to struggle laterally, but really like him um, as a special teams guy. Um, Deshaun Davis, um, Khalil Hodge, Jordan Griffin, all these guys bunched together. I think Davis struggles versus the pass, trying to get better at it, but he's a thumper versus the run. Khalil Hodge is more of a developmental trial undrafted free agent, but his ceiling is high. Needs to get in better shape, but really like his ability just to run, see, hit ball. Jordan Griffin, really like his form tackle. You put on tape out of Vanderbilt. I'm not even sure he's gotten an invite or anything yet. He's the type of guy that I love when I watch a player and I'm looking at how they tackle good form tackle. And I'm looking to see if the ball carrier got any more yards after contact. When, when this guy made contact or wrapped him up. And very very uh, rarely did a, did a runner get extra yards after Jordan Griffin tackled him out of Alabama. I mean, out of, Vander, out of Vanderbilt, excuse me. You should watch tape on Jordan Griffin. And I'm not sure why he hasn't. I'm, I'm going to look again, see if he's gotten an invite or something from a team if he's not injured. Um, Aboule, this guy that good... Mm, good. I like I like his and I and I and I'm treading lightly here because he's the type of prospect that's developmental for me. Um not an all out straight up baller. I think that I like him in situational uh, his ability to to be like versatile on special teams and even cover is great. But in terms of playing with the big boys in the interior, I'm not sure. Diedrich Young, Anthony Pittman from, I know for sure that's Wayne State. And uh, and just to round about these guys, I really like Anthony Pittman development. In terms of like literally like invest him because he's a little bit on the lighter side. He thinks his attack and I don't know if it's how he's talking. reminds me of Ray Lewis. Now I don't even say that he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. But the instance of Nassim Nassim that played out of Wayne State. I really like a little bit like but needs to get in the NFL around those type of guys. But I really hope he gets a chance somewhere and someone really invests in him. Darius Harris, an um, intentional guy that was, you know, early on the ball with the coaches. Uh, Steve Ellis actually asked me to, you know, kind of watch tape put out a scout report or give it to him and told him what I thought in 2017. Pretty much what seemed to happen in 2018. He did get better. Um, but a lot of times when you drastic wasn't the case for Darius Harris. To me, he's, you know, an undrafted practice squad type of guy that it, at the at, versus lesser foes, he looks all conference. But as you put on tape versus the SEC, you saw – you know, some of those, abil- the ability, main thing, the ability to get off of blocks. But what you did see was a guy that, that um, when, when clean, can get to the runner and take him down um, with haste. Um, guys like Dietrich Young really like his, uh, his more quarterback of the defense type of form tackler. Really like that out of him. So all these, in, all these linebackers all together, you know, very... 
very versatile. You have some guys that aren't being talked about that's very similar to a top guy that's being talked about. But, you know, I like them all. Carl Granderson could also be uh, included as an outside linebacker. Had him on the three-point stands ends. Carl Granderson got picked up by the Saints in the undrafted free agent kind of pool. If all field things clear out, that's going to be a steal for the Saints. But uh, without, you know, keep you guys forever, that's my linebackers from Building My Board. Like I said, you can go to Twitter, hashtag Building My Board, and see all these videos, comprehensive uh, breakdowns of all these prospects. And the fun thing about this is accountability, right? We get to, you know, it comes down to November and all, you know, your guys, you know, and I speak to, you know, if I'm talking to a scout or or, or or fellow player evaluation, you go and see fall and then you see the accuracy of your reports. That's what love is. You know, that's, you know, if you really love this, this isn't taboo to say, you know, I love my accountability. I love to work hard and I love to see the results because if you are in it for that, then why are you in it? Just to hear yourself talk, to get these intellectual highs, like I like to call it. That you said something cool for the moment. You know, for me, it's about the long game. It's about the, you know, um, you know, being in it for the long haul, the end game, per se. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you're not trying to be a trend. You're trying to be Ralph Lauren, as Jay-Z would say. And, that you know, it's about accountability. And that's one of the major things. That's what win championships. Getting guys, you know, if this was for a team, which we're going to get to that podcast eventually. What I would have did, done for the Titans after going live, after every pick. We're going to break down all those prospects. It's about that. And it's about looking in the future or as it goes. Were you right? Were you wrong? Owning up. Fixing the things that you messed up on. Congratulating yourself, but not too long for the things you got right. And you should be praised for that because in this day and age, it is not respected enough. But anyway, I digress. That was in a great episode, I think, of the defensive lineman who I thought was high, low, whatever. Building my board, this is Barnes University Radio. I'm Charles Barnes. Tighten up. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next episode as we break down the cornerbacks. Then after that, the safeties. And then my one special team guy I really liked. Thanks for tuning in. God bless.